Hello to everyone tuning into the Highly Optimized Podcast today. My name is Ryan Sprague, and throughout this podcast, I will be showcasing individuals who are living a life beat to their own drum, sharing their stories, and revealing their valuable information for you listeners on how you can effectively take life into your own control, what steps to take to create your own path, and how to maximize your results in manifesting your dreams in this reality. Throughout my life, I have always resonated as an old soul. To me, being an old soul is not something that is based on being on a higher level than anyone else, as we will all inevitably be old souls at some point, but is rather something that one just feels. For me, one of the biggest challenges to this quest has been understanding this and trying to make sense of it with my logical mind, when, in reality, our emotions and states of being are not logical at all, but come from something deeper. Today's guest on the show is a woman who I have been fortunate enough to share space with in 4D and receive healing from in the form of sound. As Nikola Tesla stated, if you want to understand the universe, think in terms of sound and vibration. When I first went into a healing session with her, a lot of my feeling of being a quote-unquote old soul all of a sudden made sense. It wasn't that I could explain it logically, but something with her approach allowed it to resonate in my being in a way that gave me an immense sense of freedom. Along with being an expert in the realm of sound healing, she also practices other forms of alchemy, is a world-class martial artist, a yoga instructor, and is someone who I see as a guide in this world, helping others understand themselves and the world around them at a deeper level through embodying faith, just as the high priests and priestesses of the past practiced. So please give me a hand in welcoming Miss Leah Jackman to the show. What is up? <laughs> oh, I need to take all of that in. Yes, take a breath. <sighs> Ooh, we have arrived. Yes, <laughs> yes. So thank you for um, all of those very kind words. It's always very interesting <sighs> to hear Mm. somebody else's perspective you know absolutely uh, yeah because you know I mean everyone thinks of themselves in in a certain type of way and um sometimes that you know everybody uh receives that differently right and they pick up on different things so wow um <laughs> very nice intro that thank was, you yeah. And, you know, like I was saying before the show, you know, I got to start a service where I start reading these to people for their morning wakeups, you know, because like we know from Enlifted and everything, like you got to have your corner man, right? Like your corner man or corner woman in this situation, you know, is the person who fights for your for your abilities, right? They fight for your possibilities, right? We have the inner critic that tries to fight for our limitations, but it's so important to realize where we're putting our focus because where we put our attention, energy flows, right? And so, you know, what you were just talking about is so powerful too, because this is the gift that we as humans get to give one another, which is Mm -hmm. we get to reaffirm one another, right? We say, Hey, we see these things in you, or I see these things in you. And Maybe you don't see them. Maybe you do see them. Either way, you get a sense of empowerment from that. And we talk about like, you know, with plant medicines, which we're both a fan of, you know, oftentimes, yeah, like oftentimes people think that it's the plant medicine that's giving them the effect. And really the plant medicine is acting as the permission slip that allows your body to change its own chemistry, right? So we're sitting on top of the best pharmaceutical company in the world, right? Which is our own body. And so like these sense of empowerments, we can give one another this sense of reaffirming the sense of security. It allows our dopamine to come out. It allows our serotonin to flush. And, you know, it allows us to really embody what life truly is. And so, and what it's meant to be, which is a bliss ride, right? Like 
It doesn't all have to be sunshine and rainbows. And if you can realize, as Joseph Campbell says, that bliss is any emotion felt all the way through, then no matter Mm -hmm. what happens, quote unquote, to you, it will actually translate into happening for you. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, exactly. That's a really great way to look at things because a lot of tragedies that I've had in my life, I look back now and be like, I'm, I'm super happy for myself that I experienced that tragedy because I've become a beautiful person, like someone who I'm happy with. Somebody had um, a few months ago, somebody was like, oh, wow, like you're beautiful, you're glowing. And I was like, oh, well, that what you see on the outside is just a reflection of all the inner work that I've been doing that I do by myself when no one's around, when I'm alone, when, you know, you're in a dark place, you're in a happy place place like either way like it's that work that you do Mm. on the inside that radiates on you know on how people can see you like that yes beautiful introduction yeah right (laughs) so and and we did meet in an interesting way a a lot different than I you know (laughs) meet the normal person because you know typically I'm I'm I am a martial artist and and so you Usually I'm like teaching or something like that. And, um, and yeah, so we met in a really interesting way. I think one of, one of, well, besides going with your personal um, ceremony, one of the other connections that we had was when I was like, oh, like, so can you make me this volcano bag? And you were like, listen, like, let me show you. And then you showed me like, there were so many different options and which, you know, I've been engaging with cannabis since, you know, the teenage years. Right. So like I've, I've had a lot of different ways and, uh, you know, even down to, um, making like a a bong or a pipe out of an apple, right. Like whatever, like like, (laughs) you're going to find a way to make this happen. (laughs) And so I was really interested, uh, interested in the volcano because I had not you know, I had maybe experienced it like one time and then, even adding, so I love um, to work with herbs and flowers. Um, so when you like added um, another blend on top of that, I think one of the ones you offered, what was it? Uh, was it lavender? Yeah, um, there's um, there was bear blend, right? Bear blend is one of the main ones I use. It's like a mixture of different herbs, but I believe if I remember correctly, it might've been the mint one that had a lot of different herbs in it. There's like probably 12 or 13 in there. There's the mint one. There's the orange one. There's my favorite one actually is the dream lodge, but you only use it at night. That one will give you some wild dreams as well. So it could have been any mixture of those. It actually could have been the, uh, the East forest, uh, heart chakra blend as well, which has some Mm -hmm. lavender in it for sure. Yeah. So I remember it definitely had lavender because it's actually, um, one of my favorite, um, plants to work with, um, because it, it does so you can use it in so many different ways from inhalation in which I never have used that before mm. in that method. And I mixed it or you mixed it for me in the cannabis. And I was just like, <laughs> make it whatever you want it to be. Yes. Like, this is, you know? So I just love that nice, like um, little introduction there. I was like, Oh, this is so cool. Yes. So, you know, you yeah. know, it's funny. Like I say a saying a lot, which is game recognized game, you know, and it's like, yeah. You know, I like a keep it simple, stupid approach as someone who has made life so complicated for himself for a lot of my life. I've really been able to slim down and control, I'll delete myself to like just a simple, simple way of living and simplicity in general. And 
You know, like, so when I, when I say game recognized game, it says everything it needs to say. Right. And a lot of it is that qualitative aspect of like, you give each other that nod, especially cannabis users. Like we give each other that nod where it's like, want to get stoned? It's like, yeah, of course I do. You know, like, and it's, that's like, it's like, that's what cannabis culture is about. Right. You don't need to have the most expensive house or the most expensive car. And you can still experience bliss because you're allowing one another to go on a journey together and a journey into where two people are able to connect deeply. And that's the secret superpower of cannabis, right? And there's so many different ways that cannabis can help us connect. But, you know, when I first met you and I can always tell people that like, are like, yeah, I I smoke every once in a while versus like people that are like, I love this plant. And I've like (laughs) dedicated the last 12 years of my life to this plant and have been through a tumultuous journey with her. And now we're in this power couple relationship. And so when we met, it was immediately like, oh, you actually understand cannabis. Like you get it. And it's not something that we had a conversation about. It was just a look and that's all you yeah. need. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was beyond happy with your uh, cannabis and just like all the, like you. So I am, you know, experienced, mm. right. I, it, in it, and I think I have a, a really good knowledge base, but then you also meet like other people. Like when I met you, you also introduced me to like other ways and, and, and things of that sort. But yeah, so that universal like head nod, the, it's, it's almost like nobody knows that they're intuitive mm-hmm. until the nod, right? Until they're intuitive. So it's like, yeah. hey, like, that's how, that's how, you know, like just um, built in, you have this intuition and it's like times like that when it's like, oh, you just knew. So that, that was really interesting. And Another thing that you said is that the culture of, of cannabis, like people tend to be less judgy, mm-hmm. you know, and more open and more like, oh no, it's, it's cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, you know, I've, I've smoked with, with people that, you know, I might, I might've smoked with them before I knew what their name was and was mm-hmm. like, yo, you're cool. You know, what's up. And, and that's kind of what happens when you are in a community um, of people. Sometimes that's how the icebreaker is you know, is absolutely is, is, through that, is through that puff, puff pass. <laughs> yes. And, you know, we were chatting before we hit record about like the importance of checking your ego, right? Not that the ego is the enemy, not that it's any of these things, but a lot of times it's, it's programmed by how we were raised and the people around us. And everyone does the best with the information they have available, which is what I choose to believe because I like to live in that reality. And a lot of times you start realizing like, Hey, some of the things uh, that this ego is doing are not what I want. Right. And so in that moment, what do you do? Do you try figuring it out with the same level of thinking that created it, aka putting more cars in the traffic jam? Or mm-hmm. do you remove yourself from the situation and get into the observer and be able to witness it, right? And yes, you yeah. can do that with meditation. Yes. And everyone should be practicing those things, right? In a perfect world. And sometimes like our world moves fast, right? Sometimes yep. like if I'm at a party, right, and I'm feeling a little odd, I might not have time to go to a private room and go lay down for an hour and yeah. meditate, right? Almost, like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do have time to say, you know what, I'm going to make myself a bag and go outside and stare at the stars and just kind of check in real quick mm-hmm. and be like, what's going on here, right? And just observe yeah. it and laugh at it, right? Because like we were talking about also before we hit record, you can't take life too seriously, right? Negation, acknowledge, and accepted. And if you do expect life to be really serious, And at the end of the day, like no one gets out of this alive. What's so important that it's allowing us to break our trust with the universe, break our ability to feel bliss. I mean, that's the most important thing for me. And that's what cannabis helps you remember. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? 
I wanted to stop by while I had your ear and share a very special announcement with you. You may have heard people say that we are facing an epidemic of loneliness in the world right now. We believe that this is only half of the story and that the real epidemic and the root of feeling loneliness is a lack of connection. Do you want to connect to more purpose and passion with the important work you are doing? Do you wish you had closer friendships with people who understand you, listen to you, and are truly present with you? Are you wishing you and your partner could move deeper into love together? The connection in all of these areas comes down to the one most important element of connection, the ability to connect with yourself. If you are ready to see change in your life, if you are ready to feel differently when you wake up in the morning, if you are ready to step into the life you envision for yourself, the first and only route to making these changes is settling in, quieting down, and being able to connect to yourself. Now this can be a major challenge in today's world with media, culture, and other energies that pull us out of our ability to connect. When you've tried fitness, meditation, and other self-development practices, and still find yourself feeling alone and lacking connection, you may be feeling out of options and wondering if you'll ever be able to tap into your full potential that you know deep down is possible in your life. What we have found in working with our clients is that plant medicines, and cannabis in particular, can guide us in having the experience of what true connection looks and feels like. In this way, cannabis can act as a rite of passage for connection and a gateway toward the spouse, tribe, mission, and life you know you are ready for. Now the pitfall here is that many people become codependent on the medicines, such as cannabis, and expect the medicine to do the work for them. If this continues, what will happen is the user will find themselves reaching for more and more cannabis to feel connection, without taking ownership of their role in the outcome of their experience, and thus, they will fall into repeating the same painful patterns. As Zen Buddhism teaches, how you do anything is how you do everything. Therefore, if this painful pattern is showing up in your relationship with cannabis, it is likely a reflection of the same patterns you're experiencing in your friendships, romantic relationships, business, and your relationship with yourself. Learning to work with cannabis effectively will supercharge your experience and will help you get the result you are actually seeking, which is connection. We created a program to support seekers and high achievers like you in doing exactly this. To learn how to work with the healing power of cannabis to connect you back to yourself so you can unlock purpose, passion, and creativity in all areas of your life. What this program will give you is the long lost user manual for cannabis. This user manual will teach you how to connect with cannabis correctly so that the plant can act as your spiritual aid and ally in life, just as our ancestors understood and practiced. If you're ready to unlock the full power of cannabis, meet like-minded people on the same path as you, build more purpose into your life, and have the most fun doing homework you've ever had, this message is for you. To learn more and qualify for your spot in the program, hop over to our Instagram profile at highly.optimized and book a discovery call. The conscious cannabis revolution is here. Will you be joining us? Sending all of you love. Enjoy the rest of the show. I feel like um, I'm a solitary person and mm. I'm only social in certain times. Mm. Um, and they're, they're like almost, they're almost like blocked out with intent 
times to socialize. Like I know I'm going to like the lake house or I know I'm throwing an event or, so I understand at those times I'm going to be social, but in my everyday life, um, I practice a lot in solitude and like everything that I do, I prefer to be alone. And, and I didn't used to be like that though. Um, but the reason why I, I like that is because I had to take a long time to get to know myself. Right. Mm. And who I am. And like you said, depending on the way you grew up X, Y, and Z. And so I had to take out, well, who am I when I'm not being conditioned? Mm. Who am I without somebody else's opinion? And so I, I spent a lot of time with myself. So my mm. point is going back to the cannabis is that I use it in such a way where um, I can get into like a meditative state. So I, one of my favorite things to do, in fact, is um, smoke and teach power yoga. Like mm. get, yes. get it. Like we're about yes. to get into the feels. Okay. <laughs> we're about to put in this work and, and, and we're going to work through some stuff. We're going to build strength. And I hold a cadence. I, you know, um, majority of my um, practitioners are uh, practice various forms of martial arts. Right. So I love to be in that meditative state in a social setting. Right. Yes. I also love to be in a social setting and a meditative trance like state when practicing um, martial arts, because it just helps like settle everything in because checking the ego, if you're a martial artist and, and you said you were, you just, you got your Muay Thai yes. shorts, like you're ready yes. to go. Right? <laughs> and because you're uh, because you're a man that has done a lot of previous work mm. on like, Hey, what is it to laugh at yourself? What is it like to drop the ego? What is it like to open my mind and just be open to um, learn? Right. So even going into um, a place like a Muay Thai gym or an MMA gym, it allows you to drop that ego and just say like, Hey, I'm here to learn, or I'm here to work. I don't care what the next person is doing next to me. I'm here to do my personal best, not their personal best or his personal best. And I'm not trying to be out this person. I'm, I came here to work. Right. And so the cannabis dissolves all that extra bullshit puts me in the zone I like, I focus breath work, da, 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 right. Mm -hmm. So as you can see, like I get hyped even just talking about it, but um, because that's, you know, that's how amazing it is. It's so funny too, because, you know, you and I are both talking about this and we both do a lot of stuff, right. And there's still this stigma, right. On cannabis that, oh, people that interact with cannabis are lazy. And it's like bullshit, you know, and Mm -hmm. connect with cannabis. We are smashing that archetype, right. Like, Uh, you know, and it's, yeah. it's funny. I Michael interviewed Phelps, What's up? One Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. About, you know, it's funny. I was interviewing, um, my friends, Matt and Maggie who are amazing, uh, people, they do some really cool stuff. And, you know, Matt was talking about when he was first introduced to cannabis, he didn't interact with it all throughout college. He was raised like a uh, Catholic in a religious household and just kind of grew up thinking like, Oh, I don't want to interact with that. Cause you know, I got plans in life. Right. And mm-hmm. he met this really successful guy and the guy was talking about, you know, interacting with cannabis daily and mushrooms and LSD and all this stuff. And, you know, Matt was like, yeah, and I can't, I kind of gave him this look. I didn't notice I was giving him it. And the guy looked at him and was like, oh, you're still living in muggle world, right? Where people are telling you that people that aren't, you know, uh, that interact with cannabis and these plant medicines aren't successful. He's like, listen, let me tell you, the most successful people are the people that are playing with their consciousness in certain ways, right? And it doesn't mean you, yeah, it's like, it doesn't mean you need to, but at the same time, like for like, 
it's it's one of the most human things to do to play with your consciousness, right? That's why these plants have been being used for thousands of years. And, you know, that's what I remind people of when they try telling me what they've figured out or what research is showing right now. I'm like, listen, research showed the frontal lobotomies were good until they weren't, right? So science right. changes all the time. And it's also been prostituted out now, right? Like science yeah. is bought and paid for by a lot of big companies. And so personally, the only thing I trust is my own experience with it, right? I understand... Yeah. I understand where I've fallen in the patterns of dependency with cannabis, but was that cannabis's fault? No, it's, it was my fault, right? And it was all meant to happen so that I could reintegrate cannabis into my life in this way that now I teach and connect with cannabis. So I choose to believe that everything happens for me, right? Because mm-hmm. why, why would I want to believe the opposite? That's not the reality I want to live in. And we talked about this too. It's so important to be able to live in a reality where you feel in can in you know, quote unquote control, right? And by control, right. I actually mean in not control at all, right? But having faith. That's, that's exactly yeah, how you gain faith control all is up. by letting the, so yeah. So going back to like alchemy and like priestess stuff with your introduction, mm. I mean, that's chaos magic. Yes. Right there. And that's like, can be dangerous to work with, but <laughs> legit, it's like letting shit go. And that's the dangerous part, right? Is letting it go where you can't control, but then that's where the power comes in because now you're not going against something. You're not forming something to exactly how you want it. You are letting something mold and then you're just like flowing around it, through it, with it, up and down around it. <laughs> like, yes. like it's just, it's just, you're fluid at that point and nothing pisses you off obviously you can have like times where you you are going to get mad at whatever (laughs) but um overall it helps it helps just like your overall sense of being you know absolutely and And it's like you know those kind of things like number one what happens when you're able to surrender and let things go yes it can be scary because you're relinquishing part of your identity as the human part of the human being right the human is the form the being is the formless so yes like you are relinquishing some of that, but what do you find on the other side? Your infinite side, who you mm-hmm. really are, which is pure source consciousness that's infinite. And you realize that death is just another chapter in a in a never-ending story of infinite possibilities, right? And so like, yes, sometimes the things that are allow us to grow the most are going to be scary, right? But again, mm-hmm. like Joseph Campbell says, bliss is any emotion, including being scared, felt all the way through, right? And for me, you know, what is being scared, right? Scared is just and a feeling, right? And it's the story we attach to it, right? It could be excitement, right? Like anxiety mm-hmm. and excitement are the same emotion, right? It's just the story you're putting to it. And so what I found is that the more that you do this, the more awareness you gain around your whole entire life. And so yes, maybe you react in a moment and you outburst or something, but then you're more able to say, hey, that wasn't how I want to show up. And then you can go over to that person and say, hey, I apologize. That's not how I wanted to show up. That had nothing to do with you. That was me. And then you guys can high five. And that person probably has this whole new profound sense of freedom too, because they're like, oh my God, like I can do that too. I can, I can go own up to my things right away and stop that pattern directly Mm -hmm. in its tracks. Oh yeah. So I forgot the term you just used, but what, what was it? But the consciousness, how'd you call it? Was it, uh, was it the thing about dying? Like the, the, the never ending infinite possibility thing, or was it consciousness upgrading? God, I'm, you know, it's so funny. Yeah, it was like thing. consciousness upgrading. It yeah, was like, yeah. so yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> just, uh, 
You have some really good stuff, but you're, yeah, you were talking about um, the surrendering and, and all of that stuff. But yeah, so once you, once you do have that, uh, that, that surrendering moment and then you are okay with, oh, we were talking, that's where I'm trying to like circle back. It's so yeah. funny when this happens, like we get brought out because when you're in a really good flow with someone, right? There's yeah. so much happening. And, and <laughs> for those that aren't watching the camera, I'm going to make a image for Leah and just going to have to draw along with it. But like when I'm interacting with cannabis, right, for instance, or just when I'm in a good flow, like whenever I podcast, I usually I typically interact with Gratom. And uh, that keeps me it gives me a very similar effect of can- as cannabis, where it allows mm-hmm. my consciousness to feel like it's out here. And for everyone that doesn't yeah. have the video, I'm just pushing outside of my head, right? Where, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. yeah, exactly. Like I'm not confined to my typical consciousness, right? And actually, I mean, to be completely honest, now that I've been meditating daily and doing all these things for so long, I can tap into this pretty much anytime I want, right? And so, yeah. and th- and that's the that's the opportunity we all have here. And you know, so when I'm able to do that, it's funny that sometimes like I'll be I'll be like on a track, and I'm like I don't even know where I was just going with that, right? And then yeah, sometimes it'll just... boomerang come back. Sometimes it doesn't, right? It's gone on the ether. Yeah. And that's what was meant so, to happen. <laughs> what I loved about what you were saying essentially mm. is that you like basically owning up to your own stuff. So basically if you were to do or argue, argue with somebody and you were saying, Hey, um, that absolutely had nothing to do with you. And Mm -hmm. that was something I was like, really just projecting onto you. That is um, a higher level of consciousness. Senior level consciousness. And I was looking for that. What was it? Senior level consciousness, right? Was that what it was? That is exactly. Yeah. You got to coin that. That's senior level (laughs) consciousness because um, when you get to the point um, in your senior level consciousness that you're like, Oh, wait a second. And you can recognize that that had nothing to do with that person. And that was your own feeling or your own fear or your own whatever and own that. Oh my gosh. It's, it is such uh, a beautiful thing to be able to do. So I just, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because um, a lot of people don't realize that they do that to people and yeah. uh, which is like project their insecurities onto them. And, you know, with where I'm at in life, I can recognize that. Mm-hmm. Well, if somebody is doing that to me, I know that I don't have to argue with that person furthermore. Yes. Um, I can allow that person. And this is something I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Yes. So We're all works in progress. <laughs> yeah. So I can allow that person to vent out and stay quiet. There's no need to argue with them when I understand that, like, hey, um, this has nothing to do with me. And this is an emotion that they haven't dealt with. And they're now projecting that onto me. So there's no reason for me to feel um, offended. Uh, if you get hurt, you know, by words, then you get hurt and you yeah. but but it doesn't hurt as much when you understand what is happening. And you can also detach from any emotion that you have arising from that person projecting um, their bullshit onto you. Yes. And then you're good to go. Right. Absolutely. So, so being able to play with uh, consciousness through plant medicine is amazing because somehow along the way, we just came to that conclusion, right? Mm -hmm. That we can control ourselves. We can control our own emotions, even if someone's standing across from us screaming at us. Yes. Now we can say, oh, well, I recognize what's happening here and I'm good to go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's like, 
you know, that's exactly what I mean by senior level consciousness. And like for anyone listening, like senior level consciousness does not mean like, oh, I'm above you. It means that like you've done work that has allowed your consciousness to expand and now you have a duty and responsibility, right? You might think senior level Uh consciousness, that sounds amazing. And yes, it is, right? It does come with its thing. But at the same time, you now have the ability and also the obligation that if you mess up, you get to go like make sure and make amends on that and say, hey, that was my mm-hmm. fault, right? Because you get it. You understand how the mind works. You understand. And, and again, we're all works in progress, right? Like it's not oh, like yeah. you, you reach this and then you're like, oh, I'm done. I'm I'm a perfect oh. human, right? It's not about that. That's when Just, you realize there's more. Yes, like- <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, like when you get to senior level consciousness, you realize like, oh, I'm like one tenth of whatever's after senior level consciousness, right? Yeah. Like, you're like, yeah. You realize you, how much you actually don't know. Yeah. And And it's funny because, you know, when you enter that level of consciousness, you know, if like you're having a disagreement with someone, right. And someone's like really getting upset with you, right. It's again, up to you in that moment to not react because you understand what's going on. You're like, Hey, this probably has nothing to do with me. And I'm going to show compassion and ask Mm -hmm. that person like, Hey, let's go take a walk. It seems like there's something going on. I want to talk to you about it. Right. And that takes a lot of strength because listen, we're all human, right? Like no matter how much meditating and stuff you do, like if someone's screaming at you, you still get triggered, right? There's still part of you that's like, Oh, fuck this. I don't want to deal with this. Right. But (laughs) in that moment, I mean, you have a choice, right? You can walk away and that's fine. Right. That's completely fine and healthy. And you also have another opportunity to say, Hey, you know what? I know this has nothing to do with me. And, and you know what, maybe they think it does. And I want to go work this out and, and stay calm and say, Hey, listen, what's going on? What, what happened this morning? All right. Like, you know, did, did you wake up and you were in a frustrated mood? Like what's going on? Let's talk about this. Right. And so that's what senior level consciousness is all about. It's not like, you know, about an ego thing or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's more like just realizing that, Hey, when you're on this path and you're dedicated to, you know, discovering more and more about yourself, you in a way have an obligation to make sure that, you know, the way you're showing up is a way that is with a lot of compassion and it's challenging. Oh yeah, absolutely. Challenge. (laughs) Absolutely. And what's really interesting and like, even to put um, it in terms, it's like, like people understand like uh, karate and Taekwondo and that you have like a white belt and you have a black belt. Right. Yes. And so like when you're born into this world, you got this white belt and you go along and you go along and you learn these things. And so essentially it's like getting promoted. And then eventually you have all of this experience in life. So your white belt is now super dirty with all this experience. Right. And now it's black belt now because you have all that experience. Right. And then once you get that black belt, you're like, Oh yes, cool. Senior level consciousness. Right. Oh, I'm so cool. I got this. I know things. But then once you get there as a black belt, you realize, shit, I'm in a whole different category. Right. And then right. Game recognized game. I start meeting people like you. I start meeting people, uh, you know, like the lake house and, and, and different healers and, 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 and people who are like dope as fuck in their own field. Mm. And I'm really starting to connect with, you know, like the right people. But once you get everyone in a pool and we're all together and we're all talking, then it's like, you know, when you were saying like, Oh, the initial meeting with you and me, I taught you things. You taught me things. We both Mm. had experiences, so on and so forth. So then it's like, when you get in that pool of like black belts, you, you can now share that, that information and further expand. Right. Yes. Um, and, and you know, like what happens there, at least for me is like, when I get to like, what feels like senior level consciousness or like this really tapped in tuned in state of consciousness, you know, I enter the mind of a child, right. Where it's like, 
you know how like when you go to like show and tell when you're in like first grade, it's like, check out my toy. And the other guy's like, check out my yeah. toy. Right. And neither of you yeah. are trying to like necessarily say that your toy is better. You're just so excited to share what you have and like what yeah. you, you, what you know will help someone. That's like how it feels like when I met you and when I meet people like this, that like, it's just like, oh, check out my toy. Like, dude, you're going to love this. Check out my toy. And it's like, it's so yeah. fun. Right. Because a lot of times I know for me, I feel a little crazy compared to like a lot of the world. Right. And it's not, again, yeah. it's not that I'm better or anything like that. It's just that like, Hey, I'm in different stuff than most of the world is right most people are not down to like look at their shadow and like own mm-hmm. up to things and do things like that mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't make someone better or worse it's just it just happens to be the mission that i'm on i don't i don't know yeah. why but whatever this lifetime that's what it is and so when you meet other people and this goes for anything right if you're a mechanic and like most people aren't mechanics and then you meet other mechanics right it's the same thing right so we're just talking about it with regards to the mind and plant medicines and things like this but you know when you meet people like that it's so fun to be able to share your gifts and, and help one another remember that like, you're not crazy, right? Like you're, I mean, I mean, there's another way to look at that, that everyone's crazy and that like, yeah, you're, you're like a we're all mad here crazy. in a yeah. good way. <laughs> yeah. Guilty as charged, you know? And like, yeah, exactly. you know, it's like, it, it helps you feel not alone in the universe. Right. And from there, then you're able to actually go, Hey, like other people remind you that you're not alone. And then you can actually have the opportunity when you're safe to experience like, Oh, even when I'm alone, I'm not alone. Right. Like I am connected to everything and everyone that's ever been. And that's the beauty of being able to work with your consciousness, find people that you vibe with. I mean, this is why like attracts like, right? Like the more you try to force a relationship and I imagine people Mm -hmm. listening can understand what I mean. Like I've fallen into that before where either romantic or just platonic and friends, like where like, you know, maybe we've been friends for a long time and now it's like, it's just like both of us are just like on a different page, right? It doesn't mean we can't be friends, right? Or just hang out, but you know, we try to relate to one another and it's like, I, I don't get where you're coming from. I don't get where you're coming from either. It's like, okay, cool. And, and so like when you, when you're able to meet people that, you resonate with it's just such an amazing experience and it goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning with like keep it simple stupid like simplicities are what make life worth living and you know the high priests and priestesses of the past with the mystery schools they knew this stuff like you know a lot of it was quote-unquote complicated but at the same time it was pretty simple to understand you didn't have to you didn't have to necessarily understand it to do it like you don't have to understand what oil is to do an oil change in your car right like that's kind of what i'm talking about Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, just speaking about like, you know, going into that like minded uh, people and all that, I wanted to tell you that um, Jeff, uh, Jeffrey with the steel mace, right? Yes. So um, I met him last time that I was there and I'll swing around the steel mace, you know, and I wanted to tell you, remember before um, I left, I, you gave me a couple music recommendations and I gave uh, Jeff some, right? Yes. So um, on the day that I thought we were originally supposed to have this um, podcast, I had a steel mace training with um, Jeff, right? Oh, cool. And we were like, we had one of the best um, sessions and he's so cool too. I mean, he's the man. I love you, folks. He really, really is super cool. And we, I always have my music on in the back. And uh, one of the songs was hidden that you had suggested. And I was just in such a really, really good state of mind with this steel mace and swinging it around and doing the movements and um, all of that. And it was just really, really good. Like you were saying, everybody has this gift. Everybody mm-hmm. has this specialty, right? Um, everybody has something to bring to the table. Now it's on you 
Yes. To figure out <laughs> what that is. I can't tell you, you know, no one can tell you what that gift is. You just inherently know, like, this is my gift. This is what I love to do. Right. Mm. And um, the steel mace is something, you know, that he loves to do. And I mean, I am now excited about that in combination with that song that you sent. <laughs> so, yes. well, you know, yeah. It's funny, you know, a couple of things that came up for me when you were saying that, like, number one, music is the original psychedelic. Like, let's just be honest, right? Music yes. is the is. most chaotic form of art, if you really think about it, but it's also the one that can cut deep. And, you know, the mm-hmm. reason I love music so much is because for someone like me, right? Like after my father passed away, I held a lot of sadness and anger and, and I didn't intend to, like, I knew the whole time, like there's stuff in there, but I'm going to be strong for like the people around me. That was the story I gave myself, right? Such a silly right. story, but it was, it was, and honestly, it, it, there's no regrets, right? Like it, it ended up the exact way it should have been. And so, you know, during that time, you know, I was able to finally crack through to my emotion, which was unable to be accessed in my normal waking state. I couldn't just sit down and cry, right? Like it was just like, okay, come right. cry, like nothing, right? right. And so right. what allowed me to do that was actually tuning into music. And the thing with music is that it will cut right through your stories and just go directly to emotion. And it's, it's an, it's again, it's a control at delete. And I love that. And, mm-hmm. you know, you were talking about finding what you love, right? And, you know, a lot of times, like, I know for me, it was like, what do I love? And it was like, let me go do a bunch of stuff and figure out what I love. Right. And Mm -hmm. in reality, what actually helped me figure out my purpose and start highly optimized and do all this stuff and, you know, really connect with cannabis in the new way was a subtraction. It was actually like getting still and having the figurative snow globe that is our life settle. So I could Mm -hmm. see what was always there. I'm like, oh, okay. My purpose is to help people feel more comfortable with the experience of being alive. Now, Mm -hmm. how do I want to show that? How do I want to create art around that? And that became connect with cannabis, became the podcast became, I mean, who knows what it will become, right? That's what it is right, right. now. And, you know, it's, it's funny to remind, to remind myself and, you know, remind others too, that your purpose, it's, it's such a funny question. Like, what is my purpose? It's like, it's whatever you're doing mm-hmm. right now, right? Like right now, our purpose is doing this podcast and then after yeah. it'll be whatever's next, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, it was really crazy. Mm. The the first time that I met you and I was playing uh, the sound bowls and and um, holding space for these uh, ceremonies. Right. Mm. So before that, that day, the day that I arrived prior to that, I had my own ceremony and DMT session. Mm. And prior to that, I had got the sound bowls. I had a Tibetan singing bowl, which is the brass ones. And it typically usually always have like the Tibetan writing on around it. Mm-hmm. And then I also had um, a crisp, a 10 inch crystal um, singing bowl, which is like, it's pretty big. Mm. And <clears throat> I've been practicing and practicing and practicing. I just freaking couldn't get it. Like, I mean, I, I could get it and it makes sounds, you know, of course you hit it, it makes a sound, but I just couldn't get it. in like beautiful melody for yeah, like, get the life the flow. I, yeah. And so the day before I met you or the day of actually that morning, I had a DMT ceremony and I went in and I got the information, you know, I got some downloads. And like I said, one of them was about that. I was completely supported and whatever it is that I choose to do. And, and, you know, that I had to basically accept and own up <laughs> my path and my righteous standings basically, which is like, Oh my God, why does every, why does every like thing have to be like 
freaking so everything I do, like as far as like anytime I go on any of these journeys, it's always like a full blown like seance. I'm always going into a trance. It's always like spiritual. And I'm like, really? Can I just have the laughs? Can I have the laughs? Yes. You're looking for yoga and it's giving you a hit session. You know, it's giving you a hit workout when you want yoga. Exactly. (laughs) And it's like, oh, why am I meeting my ancestors right now? But anyway, so my point is this shit is intense. So that morning, go through the DMT uh, ceremony. I got all these downloads. Shit was good. I go and I, I meet you guys. I'm playing these sound bowls again, right? And Mark was sitting across from me. And and he was holding space for for someone else, mm. right? Was was could that have been it? Me. It could have been it me. Was, yeah. It was you. Yeah, it yeah. Was you. Guilty as charged, you know. <laughs> yeah, and and he sat across. He's holding space for you, and um, you know, the shaman's with us, mm-hmm. and uh, I. We all get done. You come too, and you say your experience and your ahas and your downloads and all this. And the mark, you know, he said, I just, I had, a, he had a question for me, and he's like, How long have you been playing the 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 sound bowls? And I'm like, <laughs> like, I've been trying, um, <laughs> but like, he was like, he was like, oh my God. He's like, you need to take that and go someplace with that. You need to keep on. He was like, what the hell? He's like a magical, amazing da da da. And I was like, you know, the only thing that changed between yesterday and today was that I smoked DMT. Yes. <laughs> Yo. And so I was like, and I was like, wait a second. I was like, could this. Could it, could it have been that? And I was like, <laughs> thing that changed. And then days after that, I could feel my brain rewiring. Mm. If you can, it, like the physical feel that now I'm not a scientist or anything, but yeah. what I can tell you is, 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 is like you said, um, yourself, you observe and then figure it out. It's not necessarily yes. what you learn out of a book. And so what I'm saying is that I literally knew that my brain was rewiring based off what I felt going on. And it was mm-hmm. the most each time, cause it happened like three times after that. And each time it was the most blissful feeling. Mm. And I was like, Oh my God, it's still activating. It's yes. still working. And, um, and so that was like, that was like the most like crazy um, experience ever. So when we talk about, you know, when we talk about any, anything, you know, with, with the plant medicine, because honestly um, the cannabis, that's my numero uno going in, playing the sound bowls. Oh, mm. I love, I love to be um, in that, that state of mm. um, Zen. And that's one thing that I love um, about cannabis is, you know, God bless my childhood. (laughs) Um, And I, I grew up in, in, in a really like um, intense, emotionally intense and emotionally driven parenting. Mm. Right. And um, my parents both were like go-getters, but there were also like really other things, uh, crazy shit that happened. That's like left for another episode. But, um, <laughs> Part two. <laughs> yeah. Like, like shit gets real, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but so like, I was always the one in like my family that um, who I've realized I am today is a person who developed a callous heart based off the conditioning of a child. Mm. Um, my childhood upbringing, um, always having to be um, tough shit, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I did grow up fighting from martial arts. I started competing at a very young age and turned out I was good. So you know, that, then I was like, <laughs> oh, was shit, a nice surprise. Good at this, right. So, but as I grew up and experienced all the, the, the real life, um, stuff that mm-hmm. happens and the list goes on. Right. I realized that I am like a super affectionate loving person and I just want the cuddles and I just want to (laughs) smile and I just want to love and be loved. And I just want to uplift people and like be that, you know, that warm blanket on, on the the cold evening, you know, like that's that what I would love to like, that's who I am at core. Right. And it took me some time to do that shadow work to be in solitude, to be alone. And I had an injury from Muay Thai from a fight and my, I tore my ACL and, you know, I'm an active person as we're saying earlier. Oh, you think cannabis makes you lazy? Well, no, it doesn't (laughs) fucking make you lazy. It makes you 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 ready to do something. (laughs) Um, Or it it really depends because you can use it to go to bed. You can use it to be creative. You can, but you just got to know like the strands and all that extra yeah. stuff. Right. It's, but, it's not the so, cannabis. It's you that makes you lazy or makes you active or makes you whatever. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. And so it was that experience right there that slowed me down that actually brought my practice of yoga to the forefront because now I had to rehab myself. I don't see doctors for anything Mm -hmm. um, unless it has to do with broken bone or like a torn ligament, right? That's yeah. the only time like I go and see um, a doctor or a dentist, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, outside of that, like I treat everything um, in 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 home. And I, I opted to not get the surgery because they were saying, I was like, so like, what's, what's the average, you know, recovery or whatever. And they're like, oh, you're this percentage recovered. If you get the surgery, I was like, Psh. That's kind of like a shitty ratio, honestly. Yeah, I'll take my I chances. Kind of like <laughs> I'll take my chances. So I rehabbed myself with yoga and um, proper eating because the, what you put into your body is how your cells are going to grow and repair and yes. come in new. The dead ones got, d- die and you flush it out of your body, et cetera. Yeah, right? you are what you so, eat. Yeah, exactly. So proper diet can really, really help um, accelerate um, the healing of an injury. Mm. So between those two things, boom. But- On the flip side, though, I had to sit with myself and be alone with myself. Mm. And this time it was winter. Mm. Now, I don't fuck with winter. And I'm doing (laughs) I'm sorry, but you know when people get hype and they start clapping and you got to clap. It's for real when you clap. I'm from Vermont and people are like, oh, well, um, so you should be used to it. And I'm like, fuck no, I've been yeah. tortured my whole yes. damn life, you know, <laughs> so like, no, I'm not used to it. But anyway, so when this happened and I had to really do that shadow work, it was winter on top of being mm-hmm. injured and on top of like my whole life was really nuts at that time. And I really had to figure out who I was what I was made of, what I wasn't made of, what was my own bullshit and what bullshit did people project onto me? Even if I love you, do I need this? Is it mine? Is it Mm. not? If it's not my emotion, I don't need it. 
Mm-hmm. That shit is like baggage, right? Mm-hmm. And I always like to paint that picture to people. Like baggage is like, okay, let's say you got a sadness and put on that backpack. That backpack is sadness. Um, you know, this grief is this luggage, and then this is this person, this is that. And before you know it, you're weighted, you're weighed down. And if if emotional baggage actually showed up in the physical form where we could see it, we would realize like, what the hell are we carrying these 20 luggage bags around yes. for? This yes. is heavy. I don't like this. And we would actually like get that, right? But because it's invisible and we can't really see it unless it manifests in our body in a way that's like making us physically ill or spiritually ill, then typically we don't pay attention to it until it's too late. So with that said, I had to sit with myself and a lot of people don't like, not a lot, maybe some people who knows don't like Mm -hmm. to really be alone because they don't, their mind is not the best place to be. Right. Yeah. Like all day. (laughs) And so when you puff the law, I'm in a place to where I can sort things out. Now Mm. I can say like, Hey, this resonates with me. This is not mine. Um, so on and so forth. And then also when you do that work, you end up realizing that not everything is yours to carry, you know? Um, So like, just because your mom, let's just say, had a terrible love life and a terrible um, marriage and all of that, it's not because you're the recipient daughter that watched your mom go through this trauma growing up, your attitude should not be you know, don't want to use that passive language, but uh, fuck men. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I know a lot of women that are like, oh, da 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 da, he did this. And it's like, mm, but did he though? Because, like, yeah, um, an action happened, but did it happen to you? You yes. are in control of your own self. So when we do talk about healthy control, right? When is the time to control? Well, controlling yourself when somebody does something to you or whatever, right? When something happens and you feel negatively about it, you have the option to control yourself to decide, well, how am I going to react to this? And sometimes um, what I've learned is that it does take time to sit with yourself, your shadow self, um, to sit. That's how I use cannabis. Legit. Yeah. Is, yeah, is in a lot shadow. of these ways, you know, that, that I'm talking about, um, as, as you probably have figured out by now, um, it's undeniable, but my path is, is spiritual. I'm not sure how it happened because if you look at my history, nothing would say like that, that's a priestess right there. You know what I mean? But if you look at the history of, um, those that are notable, who have had um, a, a big impact on the collective spiritually, they were all rebels. 100%. They were all rebels. Absolutely. They all just did not follow the rules. They all like had some kind of magic, divination, uh, meditation. Like, you know, they all had, you know, their thing. And um, even um, the Oracle of, of Delphi, um, that famous painting, and I, that's one of my favorite ones, mm. where she's um, sitting up high on the chair. She's in that beautiful red dress, and she's leaning over. So she prophesizes these uh, downloads from the gods, mm-hmm. right? 
And then if you need to know something or a king needs to be advised, you go to the oracle and she'll go ahead and advise you. And then you just take that information and do what you will with it, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because nothing is ever stuck. That's that's the thing about um, even like magic and readings and and fortune telling, if you will, um, or prophesizing is that you have the power to change an outcome. So just because I say or she said X, Y and Z doesn't mean that it's stuck there. I gave you this good information. You do what you will with it. You can change or go the course. If you go the course, it's going to stay. And this is the outcome. If you what I said, then stay the course. If you don't like what I said, I just gave you the tools to fix it to dodge that bullet. Yes. Right. And have a better outcome. So it's interesting because in the painting, if you look the, the, um, the stone floor is cracked open and there is a steam coming up and she's Mm. sitting over top of it. And so ancient vaporizer. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And for thousands of years, these methods have been used to connect to source, to connect to the divine, to connect to your higher self and um, that's really where I use this plant. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it really comes down to like, what intention do you have when you interact with cannabis? I know for me for a long time, I didn't even know about intention. I had no idea. Right. And so mm-hmm. now my intention is to feel whatever's there. And sometimes that sucks. Right. But mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily interacting with the plant to feel better. I feel great all the time. Like I, I choose, like I take very good care of my body. I sleep really well and, and I do what I love. Right. So I'm not necessarily running to the plant because I need a, a mood stabilizer or something. Right. I'm, I'm curious, especially like, like the way I interact with cannabis right now is I interact with it normally on weekends, right? Because I go into mm-hmm. a creative hole, right? Where I'll really like let go of all my rigidity. I'll let go of all my masculineness and I'll invoke the feminine in me. And I'll start actually like getting those downloads and getting those insights and checking in. How did I do this mm-hmm. week? What do I want to change next week? Yeah. Right. And these things. And, you know, it's funny because cannabis is the feminine. Right. And so like Mm -hmm. for you and your story, like, you know, no wonder it helped you so much because it sounded like when you were growing up, you were forced into a more masculine role and cannabis helped you reinvoke your heart and connect back to your feminine, which is so important. And that's the funny thing is that whether we're males or females, we both have a masculine and feminine side, right? And actually through a back door, cannabis actually helps with both because if you connect to your heart, you will then find your passion, find your purpose, and then you'll be more inspired to actually go take action. But the challenge is that people expect cannabis to do so much more than she's meant to do. She's meant to give you the creative downloads, connect you to your heart, right? She's not meant to make you go take action. That's up to you. And that's what I tell people. And that's why I say cannabis doesn't make you lazy. Cannabis doesn't do any of that. Cannabis is a sacred plant, right? It's up to you as the human interactor to go do something with it, right? Like, otherwise you will get stuck on the couch. And yes, I get that. It's an easy scapegoat to go, oh, you know, cannabis made me lazy because it was this strain and I should have got that one. Well, that yeah, I think there's a decision. famous song about it uh, yeah. because I got high. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, yes, exactly. And it's because it's a it's a misnomer on how this plant works, right? Most people are interacting with it to numb out, right? They're using it for mood stabilizer. And so therefore their only intention is I just want to feel better. I don't, I actually, their intention is usually, I don't want to feel how I'm feeling. Well, mm-hmm. then what happens? Cannabis goes, I don't know. There's 80,000 other ways you can feel. I'm just going to pick on one random, right? So what I tell people when we're, when we're hitting a bag or whatever, I go, Hey, how do you want to feel at the end of that bag? And for me, intention is one of those things that, you know, sometimes uh, I feel people take themselves so seriously, sometimes intentions. And if you're one of these people do 
dude, and it works, go do it. Like, but for me, mm-hmm. having an intention that's like, I want to be a pure celestial light being and have vibration harmony with the unit, it just that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, listen, I want to feel really ecstatic and happy on the other side of this bag, yeah. or I want to get the funniest downloads from the universe possible. I want to have rib rib cracking laughter. Like those are normally my intentions, right? Because See, that's what I need to I need to <laughs> so I need to work. I need I need to work with my you know, um, in, intent intentions, you know, well, okay. So you said that one point and I, and I heard that, you know, I thought to myself, like how brilliant, yeah. <laughs> is that, right. Yeah. How brilliant is it for me to decide what I want? Yes. And then for it to happen. Right. Yes. Um, because I I'm very choosy on like, uh, you know, what I smoke, when I smoke and how much I smoke and, you know, for the activity. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I really play with my desired effect of, um, what, of, of what I'm, what I'm looking for. Um, yeah. And I think that's really important. And a lot of people don't do that enough. I can can say that because I haven't done that enough until (laughs) recently because um as you were saying like it is it is um it is a feminine plant just like um the sunflower is a masculine plant right yes. and um a, a flower so and it is green and green is uh correlates with the heart chakra right yes and like it wasn't i was like boom about like you know putting all of this stuff together and as i was saying right earlier i'm like i'm love i'm just i just want to just want to love Yes. And, and, and duh, right. That would make total sense that I'm like, no, listen, this is my plant medicine. This is what I believe in. And now what am I doing now? I'm putting together, you know, meditations with like sound bath meditations with cannabis yoga, uh, yoga events with cannabis and people love it because I'm saying, okay, this is the recommended for you. And then um, I'm going to guide you through this whole experience. And, you know, just coming out on that other side, just like with the desired intention, right? It's, you know, it's funny that the one thing we're all missing as cannabis lovers is the user manual, right? And that's why I made yeah. Connect with Cannabis because I worked in a dispensary for four years. I met with thousands of patients, right? Very smart people and a lot of like, physicists and people that really are like intellectually geniuses, right? But they Mm -hmm. still didn't understand intention. And I'm like, again, this is why you have to build on a strong foundation, right? And what is the sleeping giant with cannabis? When she, when you know, when you learn how to create intention with plant medicines, it then teaches you everything like, Hey, I want to feel hydrated on the other side of the sip of water. Hey, I want to feel inspired after this podcast, right? You can make intention with everything. And that's what the universe is waiting for because otherwise it's just all potential, right? What intention is, is you putting a line of tension into the everything, right? And from everything and nothing comes potential, right? And so from there, the universe is basically saying, oh, that's what you want. Oh, here, take it, right? Because we are God, right? Like the Mm -hmm. reason that humans forgot they were gods is because 
we are the earth element, right? We came from the earth. And if you follow the, you know, the, I don't even know if they're conspiracy theories, but like basically what happened was like in the days of Atlantis and things like this, you know, the Lemurians worked with, I forget the other, the other race of uh, beings, but basically they worked to engineer humans. This is a far out theory guys, but just bear with me here. So (laughs) by no means do I know this is how it worked, but this is what is, is really fun to me to think about. And so, you know, the whole reason the gods came to be was because, you know, once humans gained consciousness, right, and they were still in their introductory, very innocent phase, they started seeing beings come from the sky. And these mm-hmm. beings started basically being like, yeah, we're we're what you call na, which is what they call gods, right, as they started to invent language. And so humans, and then they were like, yeah, and if you want to worship us, you got to create these places. And if you want anything, you got to ask us first, right? And so humans mm-hmm. forgot they were gods, and they ended up actually going and worshiping these people, right? And so from there, all of the secrets of the universe got quote, unquote, lost, and not really lost, they're in this, they're in the mystery schools and such. And that's where all these plant medicine and information in was. Schools. Yes. Yes. And so <laughs> gotta, like <laughs> gotta put emphasis there because there's so much information in the occult. Yes. To be honest. So yes, it's it's huge. There's and, a reason that it's um secret. Yeah. Because we all be free. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And and you know, like, you know, it's funny because I know for anyone listening, like I imagine you guys love when I go to these places or you wouldn't be listening to the show, but but like <laughs> you know, these things like Again, what do I know? I know that I don't know, but I know that I love entertaining because I don't know, right? So what sounds right to me? And so, you know, for me, I know that was kind of like a a backtrack for like, you know, or like a far out, you know, thing to explain intention. But, you know, we forgot that we're gods. We forgot that we create reality too, right? Just because we come from the earth and not the sky does not mean we're not still God, right? If God is everything, right? And for those that are triggered over the word God, just think universe, source, whatever, right? God, the force that creates everything and that all life is born from. And so like, you know, just start experimenting with this, guys. Like the funniest thing is when I do this with cannabis, the good thing about cannabis is if you're in a sober state of mind and you ask like, hey, I want to feel happy on the other side of this conversation. Sometimes your ego and all the programming is still there. But when you're interacting with a plant medicine and you're like, I want to feel happy on the other side of this bag and then or joint or whatever, and you finish that joint, you're like, holy shit, I feel really high vibe. It's more noticeable, right? So it's almost training wheels for getting you to understand how intention works in everything in life. And it's funny, like when I do this in the program, the first module is all about intention. And, you know, we have a certain thing we say and a certain intention and the way we framed it. And people were like, this just unlocks so much for me. And I'm like, good. Uh, Now that thing, go use it on everything. Yeah. Yeah. And and two things that I definitely want to touch on that you said is about intention slash uh, manifesting, right? Mm. So years ago, I decided to start cleaning up uh, my thoughts because um, my head wasn't a good place to be. Mm-hmm. And then once I started doing that, then I realized that I'm powerful as fuck. Mm. I can literally, I can manifest whatever for real for real um and that's really it's kind of cool you know but for like people places and things like people are always like oh well how'd you get to do this or how'd you get to do that like for example when i went to costa rica earlier this year for three months people were like oh well how'd you do that well what what do you mean like how did i do that you mean are you asking (laughs) (laughs) are you asking about like my money are you asking about like my job are you asking about like my kids, because I'm a mother of three. Mm-hmm. Um, are you asking about what? So what do you mean by that? Um, well, like how 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 did you freaking do that, right? Well, one, I decided I was going to do it, and then I didn't know. First of all, I'm a gypsy, dude. I am. I am a gypsy. <laughs> 
I do what I want when I want. And that has consequences though, right? To be this wild free spirit that I was speaking uh, of, of my character, I pay the price in some ways or another for that because my income can fluctuate, right? Mm -hmm. And so when I was in Costa Rica, people don't understand the what I did to be able to um, like really manifest this reality. And one of the things that I did, first of all, if you want anything, let me drop some knowledge for those who want to manifest. Um, if you want anything in life, first and foremost, you have to name it. Yes. Name what you want. Be very fucking clear on what you want, right? Secondly, you have to do the work. So although you call it out to the universe and say, hey, universe, or whatever the case is, um, this is what I want, um, you have to do the action. So like, if I'm like, oh, well, <clears throat> I want a $1,000 client. For whatever business I have, it doesn't matter. I want $1,000. Well, if I stay in my bed, that probably I'm not doing anything to help that come into my life. So I have to open those doors to, to, to do that, right? I have mm-hmm. to um, know people and meet people and make efforts to get to know. So, um, so right, there's, there's that part. But the other part is, is clearing the bullshit out of your life. So I decided, I manifested Costa Rica. So I said, hey, um, I want to go here. How do I do this? So I started offloading mad shit. Talk about baggage, talk about minimalism, you talk about whatever. Let me tell you the furniture that I own. The chair that I'm sitting in, I own this chair. I own one twin size bed for furniture. And I own like desk. a bookshelf. The desk you built. I just got this desk today, right? <laughs> yes. I built right for this podcast. Because I yeah. because I wanted this desk. I I famously like just built the desk in like 30 minutes for real. I was like, oh my God, I want this desk. So basically I cleared. I offloaded all of this extra baggage that would that would hold me down, hold me back from from obtaining this. Um, and so once I cleared all of this stuff, I made myself super light and available to do so. Then I decided I was going to do it, and I deprived myself of certain things like uh, material possessions in order to allow this manifestation to happen. So mm-hmm. in order to get something, you must give something. And usually, and that's also how magic works. That's also mm-hmm. how this life cycle works, right? So for example, if, okay. So for example, the tree gives me shade. I love the tree. I sit down, I read the book underneath this beautiful tree that gives me shade. The tree is going to outlive me. I'm going to die. I'm going to get buried into the earth and decompose, right? My body feeds that tree, right? Yes. So it's a give and take. So if you want to manifest anything, you have to be willing to give something up in order to get it. I decided to give up material possessions and I lived off a dangerous <laughs> a dangerous budget of $50 a week outside of my rent um and utilities. So um it shit wasn't chill. <laughs> you know, I really had to embrace the culture. Uh, I wasn't going to some resort life, having the time of my life and, uh, you know, whatever. Like I really went down there for a spiritual experience and I embraced, I, I dived right into the culture and I did some really crazy shit, but I, I manifested that into my life because I gave up things and allowed it to balance out so I could get those things. And the second thing I wanted to touch on is um, when you said that we're all gods, right? Indeed. 
We are all gods. And let's not forget something. I, um, I love to use this example because Christianity and Catholic, those are two things I don't talk about as religion, but I'm going in um, and I'll make it quick. Um, (laughs) Is that everyone knows who Jesus is right now. Jesus was human. Are you human, Ryan? Oh, yes. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, we could be star seeds uh, slash hybrid celestial beings, but um, we're here in the physical flesh, and so isn't Jesus Christ. Yeah, and um, so I like to use that reference also. Um, you know, with my yoga background, I love Buddhism and Hinduism, and take Buddha. Buddha was a human too, right? And he's praised and worshipped all over the world with the Buddha head, mm-hmm. right? And Buddha was human. Jesus was human. We are human. We have these same gifts that if we choose to, we can unlock as well. Absolutely. It's it's really interesting too, because you know, it's a redash membering, right? It's not things you have to go learn necessarily. It's more so things you have to unlearn, right? Because we've been told right? that, you know, we fight, we we fit into the confines of this thing and this is impossible for us, but this is. And, you know, I know I've fallen into a lot of this in my life. And that was a lot of what plant medicines have allowed me to rehash is, you know, the reintegrating of like, what I came into this life as is pure potential, right? And so it really became for me like, well, what do I want in life, right? And then, you know, that became something that I was able to further clarify. And now I'm able to have the life I have. And it's what I'm doing now, right? Who knows what will happen in the future, but it comes down to whatever I want it to be, right? And that's so powerful. And so, you know, this is this has been an amazing conversation, Leah. And it's been so amazing to get inside of your world and just riff. I mean, this was completely off the cuff, you know? I mean, and this is exactly what I thought would happen too, right? Two cannabis lovers getting together and just like riffing on cannabis and the nature of reality and our ability as gods and all of these things. And it's been so powerful. And I'm curious, you know, where can I send people to get in touch with you to learn more about what you're doing to stay up to date with you? If you have any upcoming workshops or anything that you have the dates of definitely drop those as well. Like where can I send people? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm most active on uh, Instagram and I'm at hopefully the super memorable name. Um, I'm at (laughs) MMA Barbie. MMA, like mixed martial arts, Barbie on Instagram. And then also um, I have uh, a website and that's where you can also find other things. If you like that is Eastern star yoga and uh, Eastern star yoga.com. Check that out. I have a lot of updates um, on that. And I built that website actually myself too. So I'm like super proud of it as well. So check it out. (laughs) Tell me what you think. Like definitely. I'm also a person too. I love feedback. So like, um, let me know like what you think of any of, you know, the content or anything and coming up, I'm now doing monthly sound bath meditations. Mm. And the next one is um, in Gainesville, Virginia, August. um, I'm sorry, October 17th. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And lastly, I got to drop this one. If you are not doing anything for Halloween and you live in Virginia, come and see me. I'm going to throw a Halloween yoga party and like DJ, it's going to be a banger. We will have that cannabis there. And yeah, yeah, shit's going to get live. I mean, I, I love, um, that's what I love throwing, you know, events and really creating space for people and giving people a dope ass experience. Yeah. Community. Yeah. That they can grow in something that they can, um, 
you know, experience, grow from, and basically just say, yeah, this was a good time. And this is exactly what I needed. Yes. That's what I like to give people that dose of what you needed, you know? Yes, absolutely. And I feel as though with the world the way it is right now, you know, so many people are yearning for that connection. And so to be able to be a person who's offering that, I really feel as though there's really no more potent medicine in the world right now than the simplicity of being able to connect with like-minded individuals and share an experience mm-hmm. together, right? Like that's again, yeah. talk about cannabis culture, right? Like that's what exactly. Bob Molly did. He would interact with cannabis and go out and love the world, you know? And and yeah. it sounds hippy dippy, and that's fine. I'll be in the hippy dippy camp because you know what? They have a lot of fun over there, and I love that camp. Yeah, the, <laughs> most, the most fun. And um, yeah, Ryan, in the future, we're definitely going to have to um, collaborate on one yes. of my sound bath and cannabis Hell yeah. um, ceremonies. I love that. And the other thing I, I did want to say real quick, I, I know, I know this is this is the end, but yeah. um, one thing I. I did want to say that um I I did take from you and I'm mm. going to keep this one um because I think it's great and I think um all of your listeners could take a little um dose of this as well and which is you have a very healthy child um like uh <laughs> spirit <Thank> and you. <laughs> it's you're very 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 welcome because um I was speaking to you about uh you know how I was saying about like oh I get into these places I go in trance and spiritual and all this mm. and your a lot of your um experiences with all of this it's always fun it's always happy you know yes. and so I'm going to take I'm I'm going to take that with with me and try to incorporate that um a lot more into my oh, life. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just wanted to tell you that um I really honor that part about you and you. yeah, and I'm going to take that with me cuz I, I it Oh resonates. yes. <laughs> you know well, what you I know, mean? It's like that old saying, you know, growing old may be mandatory but growing up is optional, right? And yeah. and I I honestly believe growing up is a lie, right? Like listen, I run a business, I pay my taxes, I do my shit, right? But it doesn't mean that I can't be a kid any other time. Like even when I'm paying taxes, I can make the tax person laugh, right? Like even when I'm, even when I'm scheduling out podcasts and doing logistics and doing all the things that yes, like some might call being an adult, right? Like no one says you have to do that with a frown on your face. Right. And so for me, that's why I come up with these specific sayings like guilty as charged, you know, so sue me all of these things, because for me, and especially yikes, right. If something bad, like quote unquote bad happens, like my basement flooded with five feet of water, ruined my boiler, a bunch of stuff happened. Right. And it was just like a yikes moment, right? Like, what am I going to do? It already flooded. Right. And it was actually hilarious because my cat jumped down there and he, he thought he was getting away with murder. He was like, I'm going to get down in the basement. You never let me down there. Jumped. didn't see the water landed in water. And it was like the funniest thing I've ever seen. And it was a gift because I knew I'm like, you know, that poor cat, I didn't know what was about to happen, but I couldn't be upset after that. I just literally couldn't. Cause I started yeah. laughing. And once you laugh, it's all over, right? You start realizing yeah. like, Oh, okay. It's just, it's just things. It was, it was hilarious. So I love that you picked up on that because it's one of the things that I really teach a lot of with my clients and what I teach with cannabis too, is that you know, you can have fun. You can be a kid all the time and you'll be happier and you'll be able to show up better as a human being. If you're able to remember that, you know, it's so powerful. <laughs> yes. Yes, I highly encourage. Um, that's the good wisdom of today's show. Yes. Probably. Here we go. Okay. And Leah, I have one last question for you. And yeah. that question is this, if someone listening could only make one change to highly optimize their life, what would Leah Jackman suggest that change be? Wow. Mm-hmm. That's great. So <laughs> the one thing that I think um, everyone 
can do that would magnificently I got to up it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, uh, magnificently enhance your life is being aware of yourself. Yes. So what does that mean? That means connecting to yourself. So just like I have my phone and I connect to Bluetooth, that mm-hmm. means I have like my body and I'm connecting to my mind, right? Yes. Now my mind and body are talking. Well, why is that important? I'll break it down real quick. But it's just important because now you understand the whys on mm-hmm. what's going on. Why? you felt this emotion when this happened. You also know what's going on physically with your body. So a lot of the times um, I I take very well, good, good care of myself. And a lot of times, like if I feel the slightest difference in my body, I can do something to be proactive. So I'm not getting sick Mm. because I realize something's happening. Or I have a pain in my body and I say, oh, well, perhaps I need to actually rest my body. So being in touch with yourself, your own self, like I said, you can only control yourself, but being in tune with your own self is going to actually dictate your whole entire perception in life. So that would be my advice there. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I say this all the time, like whatever story you tell yourself, go find evidence to support it. So if you want to be able to live the greatest and grandest version of your life, be aware, right? That way, when that program comes in that tells you to get offended over something, or whatever, you can be like, I'm not going to listen to that. But if you're not, you know, able to take yourself back and actually observe yourself, you're just going to get lost in the sauce of life, you know? So yeah, observe yourself, be aware of yourself and live your life on vacation vibration. Yeah. The most oh my God, your intuition will spike through the roof the more you keep listening to yourself. So I mean, it'll good all the good stuff. And everybody, uh, everybody listening, you are blessed. Yes. (laughs) And guys, as I stated in the intro, Leah's ability to guide those she works with in the space of spirituality is unparalleled. Her purpose of being on this earth is to help raise the vibration of each individual she works with and the collective at large by empowering them with the gift of remembering who and what they truly are. This is what true alchemy is all about. It's about helping others unlock the secrets of the universe so we can use this 3D reality as our playground, stop taking ourselves and our lives so seriously, and remember that laughter is the best medicine we can give ourselves and those we love. None of us will be here for a very long time, but we can consciously choose to be here for a very good time. And if you listen to this episode and felt a calling to bring more excitement, love, and meaning to your life, then please do yourself a favor and reach out to Leah to get the ball rolling on the rest of your life today. Life is way too short to spend it wishing it could be different. Make today the day you take action on your birthright to be a sovereign, love-centered human being and lead by example for the world around you to witness and gain inspiration from. Leah, thank you so much for stopping by to hang with us today and share your journey with the listeners and I. And until next time, journey well, be well. Much love over to you. Namaste. Thank you. Namaste. What is up, everybody? I hope you are all enjoying the show, and I wanted to stop by real quick and share a little bit about our latest podcast sponsor, Freedom Builders. Now, Freedom Builders are a team of graphic designers, website creators, videographers, 
social media marketing experts, and coaches that build out your custom online business from A to Z. This is a done-for-you service, which means they do the work for you while you get to put your focus back on what you love most, which is coaching your clients and bringing in sales. Now, as a former online fitness coach, Mike knows where your struggle points are and exactly how to help you overcome them. This is why he created Freedom Builders, so that you can scale your business while protecting your time and your energy. Now, you guys know that delegation is a business superpower, and you can activate this superpower today by scheduling a complimentary call with Mike at freedombuilders, with a Z on the end, dot com, so you can start building the freedom that allows you to take your business to the next level. Alex and I recently connected with Freedom Builders for our Connect with Cannabis build-out, and we could not have been happier with the results. With Mike and his team, they were able to go through an outline and create a personalized program for our experience, develop our brand identity, build and design a custom-branded webpage, professionally edit our program video content, custom design all of our slide presentations, automate our email marketing sequences, create a seamless payment system for our offer, design unique infographics for our social media content, and guide us through our proven launch blueprint to generate organic leads through our social media. So if you're a coach, facilitator, or healer listening to this ad right now, and you are looking to put freedom back into your life, once again, go to freedombuilders, with a Z on the end, .com, and book your complimentary call today. I hope you all enjoy the rest of the show, and I'm wishing you the best day ever.